she took my blood. Why? The Nanex, it modifies the actual cell structure of your brain. We can crack it, but it's not just a one size fits all. We need your DNA so that we can generate custom code. All right. And why me? Because Castle's afraid of you, man. It ain't just a game, tell me. Every day there's more people stepping forward, want to be a part of Castle's world, throwing away everything it means to be human. Right now it's the desperate ones. Convicts, addicts, the sick, the poor, the ones that fell through the cracks. The federal prison system is growing out of control, set to bankrupt the whole damn USA. Then Castle rides in on a white horse, says he has a plan to bail us all out and we just fall in line. The healthcare system is collapsing. And this time he's pushing for total control over genetic disease. Birth defects no longer an issue. All we gotta do is exchange ourselves for the ones he wants to give Promise us. Promise of a longer life and a fatter wallet. I mean, you think people will refuse? And then the next thing you know, we're all slaves. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello! We're back! Thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews. Um, uh, The podcast explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. Thank you, Sam. We're back. That's right. Sorry for the hiatus. Things have been weird. Work schedules and vacation schedules and other kinds of weird things, but weird. But what? Huh? <laughs> and dolphins? Is that what you said? Abductions. Oh, abductions. Sure, yeah. Or dolphins. Dolphins sounds way better than abductions. Uh, or so maybe dolphin abductions. Dolphins abduct. Ooh. Dolphins? Weird. I don't know. Anyway. This is episode 212, and today we're talking about Gamer. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew, fuels his car with vodka puke Jemison. Sup, boy? <laughs> and Sam, beware of the ping. Vector. That would be me. Try of the what? Of the ping. The peeing? The ping. The ping. Ping. I would beware oh. of the P, too. Ping. Yeah. I always beware of P. Yeah. Especially uh, if it's 100% vodka. Yeah. 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 You'll light yourself <laughs> on fire for, uh, uh, anyway, that's weird. Uh, yeah. This is the movie. We're back. I'm excited. Yes. We're going to try to, try to not have a break again for uh, at least a whole week. Um, maybe. I don't know. Next week, Sorry, I'm going to be in a hotel room somewhere. Um, and then the week after that, I'm moving. It's all strange. Uh, so we should be back for at least a little bit i don't know maybe um but anyway this is what is important is that we're here now to do a show and this is the show and that is gamer this is the show we are we are born to do that's right i'm born ready um so gamer 2009's gamer stars uh people like gerard butler um and uh some other people like um what's his name kevin 
Bacon. Yeah, Kevin Bacon's wife is in this. Kira Cedric. And I don't uh, find Sed- her attractive. Sedwig. Sedwig. Is that bad? No, I don't find her attractive either. She she looks older than she is. She yeah. does. Like I don't know. It kind of weirded me out when Michael C. Hall was kind of hitting on her. I was like, mm. yeah, kind of weird. Well, I used to watch that show, The Closer. Yeah, yeah, which is a good show. But even then, I thought she looks like my grandmother's age. But I know she's <laughs> not. Yeah, she she like she's not an unattractive person. No, 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 she's no, no, not no, ugly. No, not I just some, not somebody I would ask out. No, no. Not because she's not attractive, just because she looks like she needs a walker. There are some other people in this movie, um, like... Jason Bateman. Jason, he's not in this. Um, Logan Lear- Lerman. Was. What? 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 Jason Bateman. You thought he was in this? Yeah, didn't he? Well, who, what part does he play? He's the uh, kid, right? The kid. Oh, you mean, oh, Simon, the kid Simon? Yeah. That's Logan Lerman. He was in Percy Jackson. And uh, what else was he in? He was in uh, Fury. But yeah. that, but most definitely not Jason Bateman, who okay. is like 14 He's years Bat- older He's than Batman. Him. Which does look younger than he actually is. He does. But again, he's like 14 years older than this guy. Also because he's black. No, he's not. What? <laughs> what is happening? Oh my gosh! We take a month off, and everybody's crazy. Michael C. Hall is in this. Um, yep, Dexter himself. And uh, freaking Terry Crews was in this. Had no idea he was in this. And I've seen this before. And Ludacris was yeah. in this. Totally forgot he Ludacris. was in this. Um, and. Do we care about anyone else? Um, well, we care about the uh, his love, Gerard, Gerard Butler's uh, love interest, Amber Valletta. Uh, no, not Amber Heard, though I, she's, she's hot. Uh, Amber Valletta, she's in such things as Hitch. Um, Hitch is really the only thing I know her from, because I, yeah. I didn't see Transporter 2 um, or basically anything else she's done. I mean, I've not seen Revenge. Or we this. have to care about John Leguizamo. Oh, I forgot oh, he true. was in that. Yeah, yeah, but he's like just the bud, right? Yeah, but we still have to care about him because yeah, of who he is. Because who he is, right? He's our John Wick connection. <laughs> or our Super Mario Brothers connection. <laughs> oh. Because oh. we need to have that. Um, so this movie... Um, <laughs> it's interesting. This movie sucks. <laughs> Right. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I just I didn't realize this was the name of these characters. But there are two young ladies in this movie whose character names are Cum Dumpster Number One and Cum Dumpster Number Two. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awful! <laughs> like, that's really? The name on IMDb. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. dear. Oh, and they're sisters. Yeah. Oh. Oh, there's other things I can't even say. On air. I mean, Porn Girl, yeah. Sorority Chick. Yeah. Pig Face Ron. To Catch a Predator. That's her name. Genericon. Yeah. Geek Girl. Been Lab Tech. Bunch of Slayers. Extras. Oh, my gosh. Mohawk Raver. 
Um, in this world, people don't have names. You just I, call them what they do. I don't. Can I even say what Ariana Scott is? I don't know. No, I, no. I, I, I don't want to say that. I, I mean, it's not. There's nothing wrong with it. I just. I don't want to have to mute my. Beat not myself. that there's anything wrong with it. Um, I forgot. Uh, but yeah, we also have a um, a psych connection with James Roday and Maggie Lawson as the uh, the co-host for the TV show. Oh, there you go. Yeah, um, mm, Maggie Lawson. They uh, they are not dating anymore, which is sad for him. But whatever. It is sad. Were they? Yeah, they dated for like three years in real life. While they were Ouch. doing now they're doing the TV show. I heard that happens a lot with like actors and actresses. Like they get hot and heavy on the show they're on, and then yeah, even like Le- the actor that played Leonard and Penny Nimoy, they dated. What? No, not Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> Leonard Ofstetter <laughs> from Big Bang oh. and Penny, oh. who doesn't have a last name, dated in uh, real life. So anyway, is he on? Was he on the Roseanne? He was. Okay. That's where I'm recognizing him from. Yeah, he even reprised his role for an episode on Roseanne before that show got <laughs> got immersed. Well, Which, it's actually getting brought back. The first, second, or third episode? Uh, I can't remember. Um, Which of the three episodes? No, it, it, it did a 10, 10, 12 episode run, I think. Oh, I watched it? a couple of them. Yeah, they were pretty oh. funny. Um, I've never been a Roseanne fan. I never was either, but I thought it was pretty interesting. Me neither. Um, Her voice always bothered me. Yeah... I don't know. Whatever. Like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. I like Dan, uh, John Goodman, though. He's great and everything. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Gamer. Gamer. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. So, directed by, there's two dudes, Mark Neville Dean and Brian Taylor. Um, they directed this. Let's see if they've directed anything else worthwhile. Uh, no. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. They've directed, oh, he's been an actor. Let's see. He's directed something called, uh, oh, he did, he did Crank and Crank 2. And then he did this thing. And then he did Ghost. Is that the one where he, he's, his heart has to be defibrillized? Yeah, he has to keep it. Yeah, he has to keep his heartbeat at a certain level or he dies. Okay. And so, like, there's a scene where, like, he's, like, thinking he's going to lose it. And his girlfriend walks up who is, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Amy Smart. Who's really hot, and he just starts banging her like in the street to try to keep uh, his blood temp- his blood up and uh, his heart going. Uh, and there's another funny scene in that movie where like she's with him and she knows what's going on. So he's driving. He's like, "Oh no, I can feel myself calming down." And so she like starts giving him basically roadhead. And then oh, he's like making the face, and then she stops. He goes, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "If you, if I, if I keep going, you're gonna fall asleep like you always do, and then you're gonna die." So, uh, <laughs> yeah, making fun of him is pretty good. Uh, he also directed Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance, which is, I think, the only Marvel movie I've never seen. Is that um, is that Nick Cage still? Yeah, mm. the first mm. one was so bad I refused to watch the second one. Yeah, yeah, not, not good. So, anyway, it's fine. So, basically, he does just action ridiculous, is what... I'm okay with that. I mean, there's nothing wrong. There's there's certainly a, a not place... Not there's anything wrong with it. Is my voice doing that? Is that what it sounds like? like no, I'm just... Okay, you're just making fun of me. Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, and basically, the guy who I said... So, Brian Taylor and the other guy, Nevin, uh, Nevadine, 
Neville bottom. Nevilden. I don't know. Nevilden. Mark. Mark and Brian. They apparently do a lot of stuff together because they they have the same director credits. So. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Apparently, they direct a lot of stuff together. So, I mean, I watched the first Crank. I never saw the second one. And I liked Crank. I mean, I like Jason Statham. So, uh, they're good at getting these guys. So, we're going to do our, our own little intros here in a second. But I guess I want to ask you this. Yes. Is the concept, like, are we good with the concept of the of the movie? What's the movie about, Sean? Oh, I guess you should tell me. <laughs> <laughs> what what the movie's about, Andrew? What is this movie, Gamer? In a future mind-controlling game, Death Row convicts are forced to battle in a Doom-type environment. Convict Cable, now controlled by Simon, a skilled teenage gamer, must survive 30 sessions of the game in order to be set free. Or won't he? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> That's weird. So, yeah. anyway... I'm like, are we cool? Like, like, okay. First of all, the mechanics of the Simon character—he's—he's he's in this 360-degree circular room thing. So there's cameras everywhere, and he's able to control him with his hands. So, like, how does he walk forward and like jump? I mean- like. I'm okay with the with the mechanics of it. Yeah, I mean, we it's, just we it's just like the ultimate virtual reality. What, yeah, what Sam? We just watched Ready Player One, which we could all agree was right. But Ready Player One showed you the mechanics, right? Like you're using an like you're using a visor, and you have yeah. now again the, the the movie changed how the mechanics work than the book, but whatever. But in the but in the movie, he's on a, a 360 treadmill. So suspended by whatever. So he actually runs in real life to run the character. And oh God, I would die. And he I know, right? <laughs> and he um which is amazing how there's so many fat people in that world. But anyway. Uh and he has actual haptic gloves and a haptic suit so that he can yeah. move like what he does with yeah. I'm saying like there's the 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 platform exists. Literally Logan just moves his hands around. Like how does what if he has to scratch his nose while Gerard Butler's in a fight. Does that mean he's going to stop shooting and scratch his Bullet nose? The brain. Right? Yeah. Like, there's... Yeah. It seems... And, like, does he... He never... You never see him pulling a trigger, Logan Learman, uh, Simon's character. You never see him actually use his hand to pull a trigger. He's always just got his hands, like, in... Like, you know when you go to, um, like, uh, like Sam, you just went to Disney World. Right? Yep. So, if you ask for directions... Not, you've been to Disney World every year for the last 38 years, but... So you don't need directions anymore. But if you were to ask for directions, hey, where's the bathroom? If you, this thing nowadays where you don't point with your finger because in some cultures using your index finger is rude, you point with your whole hand, right? So yep. that's what he's doing. He's like constantly just pointing with his hands. So how is he shooting things? It, it was very weird. Yeah, how, does he, how do you know what the trigger was? I was under the impression that it was mind control based. And the, the video that he was watching was simply so he could see what was happening. But like there were times when he would duck, and then Gerard Butler would duck, and he would yeah. Move his they hands. did that one that one fancy um, camera move where he kind of stretched out a little bit, and then yeah. and what's his name was doing the same thing. Right. It was very strange. I mean, I don't know. I guess some of that stuff just seems lazy to me. I mean, I would have been cool if he. All right, it's time to play, and he actually has in his hand 
a, a, a toy rep, even if it's a, I mean, I know in 09, we didn't have 3D rep, you know, 3D printers yet. But like, mm-hmm. if he would have like a 3D printout or some kind of toy version, even if it's just a, a simulated gun of what he's got or just a generic gun, like a toy gun that he aims with and he can pull the trigger with and that the camera responds to. I guess, I don't know. I know I'm like, gosh, Sean, you're getting, you're really hung up on the technology. Yes, the movie sucks. And there's a lot of there's a lot of bad acting, um, and yes, these are the things I'm kind of hung up on. I don't know why. No, no, it's just when when you get a movie like this, it's it's a movie that's comprised of many movies. Yeah, a lot of which we've seen before. So I think it's it's inevitable to compare and contrast and kind of eke out some of the problems that we could. See with it. Right. Yeah, I mean... Right? And, like, like we've seen, like, mind control game movies, and we've seen the evil corporations trying to take over the world concept. We've seen the one guy versus the government kind of a thing. Like, we've seen that, and... And this movie... That's, and, this, and this movie's fine with that. I mean, there's... Again, the action scenes are great. It's a little yeah. too jump-cutty, a little too shaky cam for me. Um, but like, and yes, I understand. And I kind of feel like this movie, if you want to really kind of boil it down, is a little bit of a social commentary on our video game society, I think. Because like, like we, we only meet a few people that are gamers in the real world or a few people who use the avatars, right? We meet Simon, who's kind of a douche. Who yeah. at the end of the movie kind of does the right thing, I guess, and then we well, meet, right? What? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, he he lets what's his name basically take over. Yeah, and then he kind of helps him, I guess, at the end kill, uh, uh, Michael C. Hall, whatever his name is. Yeah, uh, the bad guy. Um, which didn't really make any sense because if he wasn't being controlled, then how is he helping? Like, I didn't that didn't make any sense to me, but. I, I, it lost me with the dance number. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't. That's when I was like, really? I just, okay. For a guy who had just spent, who's basically known at this point for being a bad guy, he was a bad, bad guy. Yeah. Um, he, I don't know. And another thing that was driving, and then the other character we other other gamer controller guy is the guy controlling his wife it's that fat dude in the wheelchair or the motorized chair right like could i understand the idea that the game is trying to tell people that just because the avatar is a hot girl doesn't mean that the other person on the side of the computer is the, that you know it could yeah. be a 300 pound dude wearing no shirt who's sweaty eating donuts greasy like, greasy like yeah. Like I learned that the hard way. Oh when yeah, was, when I was thirteen, <laughs> I was staying at my best friend's house, and he had internet at his house. Oh and no, this was, this was dial-up, so back in the day, right? Uh, <laughs> but we had AIM. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We were having random conversations with random people, and we had this girl that we talked to for I don't know, probably an hour, <laughs> and then at the end of the conversation. She said, would you be upset if I told you I'm a man? And we immediately were like, oh, my God, 
we've been talking to a man for an hour about all this, like, you know, of course we were 13 year old boys. So. Right. Right. <laughs> That's you funny. Were cat, you were catfished. I was. Wow. Yeah. yeah a little bit. I, I, I too had a, an, an AIM relationship. Um, mine turned a little weird in that. I, I assume she. I'm, you, I'm, you were the you were the person imp- impersonating <laughs> the woman. No, no. I. Oh, okay. When they All do right. that whole age, we we always ask ALS, right? A yeah. ASL, age, sex, location, right? And uh, I was either fifteen or sixteen. I think I was fifteen, and started talking with this girl. My buddy Chris was over there, and we would chat with this girl, whatever. And these conversations went on for days and days, <laughs> and she actually <laughs> sent me a care package. Legit sent me things in the mail, sent me a card. She sent me a picture of herself. Um, she, she, she sent me an electronic uh, golf game that she had gotten for Christmas and she didn't, couldn't figure out how to play it. And, uh, and then when she told me she was planning a trip to North Carolina, I was like, Oh, this is getting weird and real. And, um, <laughs> I think, I think it's time to stop. Like, you know, it got, yeah. Because it, it kind of like it got too real, and I was like, okay, we need, we need to stop. Yeah. Because she's like, I have family in North Carolina, I can go visit. I'm like, oh wait, hold on. Oh, did you get cold feet? I did. I was a little oh. nervous about the whole thing, so I we kind of stopped. It's okay. Anyway, the point is, is that <laughs> uh, I guess Andrew, I'll let you do your intro now, or your uh, your kind of initial thoughts on the movie Gamer. Now that we're um, 26 minutes into the show, awkward. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that I tried to watch this once before. And okay. I don't remember if I finished or if it, maybe it was on like HBO or something and I watched part of it. Um, but this was the first time watching it all the way through. And, you know, I like Gerard Butler most of the time unless he's trying to be uh, a vocalist. But um, When was he a vocalist? Oh, he was the Phantom. Phantom of the Opera. He was the, he was the Phantom. Was he really? Yeah. 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 First role I know him for. I did not know that. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, other than that movie, I, I, I like him as an actor. But this one, I just, I don't know what it was. The The movie felt like it was just gratuitous curse words. And every, uh, yeah. Just, just, just to curse. Like, I'm all in favor of language when it's necessary or when the script calls for it. But I literally feel like this was, and maybe... I don't know. Maybe it was trying to relate to teenagers who use those words mm-hmm. a whole lot more than they really need to or should. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I just now thought about that, but maybe that's kind of what they were doing with it. Um, because when you play, <laughs> the only video- difference is that no one shouted the N word. Right. <laughs> when you play live online video games, I mean, some people you play with, that's exactly how they talk. Yep. So maybe that's where, they got the idea for the dialogue, but uh, that just kind of bothered me. I felt like it was just too overwhelming for most of the movie. And it actually took me out of the movie quite a bit. The, uh, the reporters did that a lot. Yeah. And I thought that was, well, like, yeah. Cause we now live in a society where it's okay to watch people kill each other. That, that of course we allow, our news agencies to also now swear the FCC has been abolished. Yeah. Um, well, that's true. I, I guess I'm making something that up, but I mean like, you know, I mean, but you're right. It was, 
it, it was weird for me, for those two actors, because they're playing, every part I've ever seen them in are like these kind of family wholesome, I mean, James <laughs> Roday, the dude, right, he was in Psych, which is one of my favorite show, and so that's on USA, but it's like really happy, friendly, everyone, you know, bad guy of the week, he saves the day, and the only other thing I'd have ever seen him in was the Dukes of Hazard, the movie, <laughs> where again, he's just a nice guy. And then Maggie Lawson, the girl, like, for the most part, she's done movies like Hallmark movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so then here's these two, and I actually captured their their scene. It was just weird, but it made me laugh. Yeah. But, like, ten years ago when I watched this movie, or eight, nine, seven, eight years ago, whenever I watched it for the first time, it made me laugh. This time it just made me sad. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Andrew, keep going. No, that's fine. Um... And maybe it's just because I watched it three weeks ago and I don't really remember um, entirely. But were were there two like separate games, one loosely based off Sims and the yeah. other one loosely based off Modern Warfare or or um, mm-hmm. yeah, a Halo or something? Modern Warfare we, is pretty yeah. accurate, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I mean, it's more like Fortnite, now that you think about it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But were they in the same world they were no no i mean they were happening at the same time but i mean if you wanted to be in i think it was called life yeah uh the sims game that was in a different place in a different yeah i think there was like a safe zone right where you would go to work and then you would quote unquote get logged in and you would be there at that place how the clothes worked i'm not sure like he (laughs) you know saying like he was scrolling through clothes and they picked it does that mean like did she go to a place where there's a huge rolling thing of clothes, right? And then oh, this is what I want you to wear, and then she has to put it on, and then go into the world because we didn't see that, right? He just picked it, and then she was in it, right? Yeah. Again, the mechanic. I don't. I'm. I'm weird about that stuff. I just. I don't know. No, that makes sense. So yeah, I just. I don't know. I the action. I'm with you. I felt like it was okay, but the camera work was a little. Like you Wonky. said, too jerky and, you know, uh, and especially when I'm in a theater, that stuff drives me nuts. Now, I can bear it on a small screen. Right. But if I'm, you know, sitting in an IMAX and I'm get my head jerking all over the place, it's just. And it, so it just seemed too jerky even for what the movie needed. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think that's what the whole point of this movie was, right, is to. We're going to take everything just that you're kind of used to, and we're going to crank it to 11. Here's an action scene. We're going to make it crazy action. Here's shaky cam. We're going to make it shaky cam. Normal action films have naked girls. They're going to be tons of naked girls. You know, I mean. Yeah. 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 It was just everything was just over the top. And I think had they dialed everything down, it might have been a good movie. Right. The only really well, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, the one thing that was pretty good about the movie is that it was short. It was only an hour and a half. Yeah. So that's true. it wasn't wasting too much time. What were you going to say, Sam? Um, I was, I was going to say, you know, in this movie, the, the visuals I liked um, in, in terms of being disoriented and, and just the way it looks, the, pro- the problem is just, I think they were going after the audience of 13 year old boys who 
who shouldn't be watching this movie in well, the right. first place. You know, and um, and I don't know. I just uh, the the jump cuts. You know, it was like trying to be Saving Private Ryan in the military scenes, um, and then um, I just I was so awkward in the life stuff. Yeah, that it just you know you ask whether this could happen or whether we allow this to happen in real life, and and I don't think. At this point in our society, no, there's no way this would happen. I just, Even I, with, you know, um, you know, heck, you know, take some of the technology out and just have death row inmates killing each other. You know, I just yeah. no, wouldn't happen. And here's the dumb thing, right? Because so what? Only other movie I can think of to truly compare it to, right, is Death Race, right? Where it's yeah. kind of very similar concept. The, you know, we're, we're at like a forty percent poverty rate. The the country is slowly killing itself and the only way that people are now entertained is by these guys having this crazy death race show right yeah for some reason that makes sense for whatever reason and <laughs> and the movie again is ridiculous and it's and it's kind of fun um and you put in a couple of uh again like they did in this movie they try to put in some respected actors right like John Leguizamo is a respected actor. You know, Gerard Butler in 2009, this is, this is prime Gerard Butler time. We're just a few years past 300. I mean, uh, yeah, this is, he, his, his star is not any bigger than, than it ever will be. And, and he does this movie, but like, yeah. uh, you know, and like in, 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 uh, death race, you know, you get your, uh, Jason Statham and you got, um, Still have never seen Death Race. Really? Yeah. We that actually might be pretty good to do for this show because it's it's equally ridiculous, but yeah. without there's no ridiculous nudity because it's 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 very much a dude bro movie. There's only like three <laughs> women in the whole movie. Okay. One one of them's the head of the prison system. She's the bad guy. One is the co-pilot. Every driver gets a co-pilot who's a lady prisoner. For whatever okay. reason, which is really dumb, because the premise is like to get you know to get you have hot women prisoners to come in so the dudes can will watch, but they're in cars that you can't see, you don't see <laughs> in the car. Yeah, so it, that's dumb. They just needed a hot girl in the car, um, for Jason Statham to talk to. Um, who was Tay Diggs is in it. Um, Ian McShane is in it. Oh well, okay. Um, so I mean, there's again some good good actors, and again ridiculous action, violence, and stuff. And there's a little sneaky, sneaky plot happening, kind of like this movie. But for some reason, even in that shit film, it's just so much better than this. It really is. Hmm. I don't know why that one works way better than this one. I'm gonna see if it's streaming anywhere. Um, because I think you would enjoy it more. I mean, I enjoyed it more, and it's been a while since I've seen it, but. Uh, Sam, why don't you do your uh, little? Uh, I guess I mean you're still kind of into it, right? Have you have you done yours? I guess. I What's know. oh my thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I I enjoyed this to the extent that I could turn off my brain or try to turn it off and and watch this. Um, but I'm with Andrew in terms of when when the especially the reporters started talking, it wasn't any kind of language that I hear on my daily basis, and and I I worked in construction. And I've had some pretty salty guys around me, mm-hmm. right? And and I've, heck, we were in a fraternity. You know, we've been around guys who cuss a lot. Right. It just, 
this this was not a natural cussing. It didn't feel right, and it just felt like I don't know. I, I I'm I feel like I'm sounding like my father or mother saying, you know, you shouldn't shouldn't but, cuss and all that sort of stuff. But right. it just did not feel right. At the same oh, time, though, maybe. what you're saying, though, it reminds me of somebody who who doesn't cuss on a regular basis and who doesn't know how to do it properly. Yeah, maybe that's it more. <laughs> maybe maybe it was the wannabe cusser. <laughs> and that's why I kind of think they they took this idea of this is how a 13 year old would would view this yeah. and would live in this world. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I can certainly see that. I'm just looking. Sorry, I'm looking at the credits for Gerard Butler, and he's done a bunch of stuff, which I love. I mean, three three hundred. So, I had basically never heard of him until, um, Phantom of the Opera, and oh, wow. even and even then, I was like, so he does Phantom of the Opera in two thousand and four, and and then I saw him when he takes his mask off, and I'm like, oh my gosh, he's the guy that's in Reign of Fire. He's the side. <laughs> he's the sidekick in Reign of Fire, the dragon movie, right? Okay, yeah. So then I don't see him again, and we don't see him again until three hundred, right? He does, he does do something called Beowulf and Grendel, and he was Beowulf, but I never saw that. Uh, and he did something called The Game of Their Lives, never saw it. Then he does three hundred, and you're like, oh my gosh, this guy's ridiculous and ripped and crazy. So then he does yeah. P.S. I Love You, which is probably the most I've ever cried in a movie ever in my life. My gosh, what? Oh my gosh, that movie! Every five minutes, I just started losing my mind. Seriously, it's crazy. Like, like the last five minutes of, of um, not I had a uh, no I had, book. No, no, I had a train of dragon. Um, Iron Giant <laughs> is like the entire movie of that movie for me. I, I was mad at my wife. I'm like, don't you ever make me watch that again. I'm tired of crying. Gracious. <laughs> uh, he does Rock and Rolla, and then he does this movie, Gamer. Uh, and then he does Law Abiding Citizen, which I loved. Okay. Uh, and then he does uh, Bounty Hunter, which is whatever. And then How to Train Your Dragon. Great. Yeah. Machine Gun Preacher, which I really liked. He's good in that. And it's a fun movie. Um, and I really want to do it for this podcast because I think, although the movie didn't um, you know, do very well, uh, the the idea of what's behind the movie is really interesting, and I'm going to see if it's uh, um, because of because of what it is, right? Um, it is because he's a machine gun preacher. The, uh, here's the basics. I'm going I'm to try to be as quick as I can on this because I don't go too long. Here's the idea. He's a he's a convict, right? He was in jail yep. for I don't remember what, maybe armed robbery or something. Gets out of jail. He he decides he wants to change his life around. His wife and he start going to a church, and um, they start. He starts a construction company. He wants to be. A, he wants to build things. Right. He's tired of tearing things down. Wants to build it. Right. So then the this church sends in this guy who's like a um, like like a what's it, a missionary, and he says, "Hey, we're going to Africa. We're gonna build some schools. I need volunteers. Of, I need handymen." He's like, you know what? Hey, wife, this will be good for my soul. She's like, totally with you. Go. It is well with this soul? It is well with this soul. Bless you, Andrew. So um, <laughs> he goes down there to this part of Africa, and he notices that the army is with him all the time. And he's like, why are you guys with us? And he's like, well, on the other side of the border is a warring country, 
and they raid at night, and they come over here, and they take our children, and they uh, in, indoctrinate them into his army, so that he's constantly growing a giant army, and he's gonna eventually going to, you know, he he's kills, kills lots of people. And he says, um, but where are the children that he's taking from? And they're like, well, they're at this village over here, but it's too unsafe, we can't go there. And he goes, take me there. And he goes to this village, and... And it's a, just a, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's a crappy little village in, in Africa, right? And he's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna help. So he goes home, raises some more money, goes back and builds a school, right? But while he's okay. there, there's an attack, and he literally picks up a gun and saves, kind of saves a bunch of children. And so that's the basis of the movie. Is this, uh, this, this man, is this, and and it eventually will cost him a lot back in the states, but he saves hundreds and hundreds of children from this guy, from this warlord. And it's all a true story. This is all a real Wait, thing. Wait, no, really? This is, seriously, this is a real thing. The end of the movie, it actually shows video clips of the actual guy, um, like, dude, gearing up, right? So, like, he's a bigger guy than Jarbar. Like, he's a fatter dude. Um, but it shows him, like, getting up in the morning, and he's, he's literally wearing jeans and no T-shirt, because, again, it's, Africa, it's hot, right? And he, you yeah. see him strap the gun to his leg, and then he strapped the other pistol to his other leg. And then you see him strap the ammo belt around like like freaking Chewbacca, right? And then you see <laughs> him take the shotgun and put it over his side, and then he takes the, um, the full-on assault rifle and then throws it over his shoulder and then gives the camera a thumbs up, thumbs up like, now I can go to work. Like, he's <laughs> literally out there fighting these warlords. It's a good movie! It really is. So anyway, interesting. The my point was is that he's doing some actually interesting movies and fun movies again, like Law Abiding Citizen and that, and and he does this thing, and I kind of feel bad for him. I mean, Olympus has fallen. I mean, we we all kind of like that. It's but it's that same. They, it was it's the same movie. It, yeah, I mean, but it came out so much better. Way better. Olympus right? has fallen. Can't forget timeline so- either. I liked Timeline. You guys hated it. I did hate it, but not because of him. Actually, mainly because of Paul Walker. Right? Yeah. He was in that. I know it's bad to speak ill of the dead, but I I didn't like him in that movie. I also forgot he was in uh, Tomb Raider. Oh, right. Yeah, he was was a kind of love interest turned... Was he a bad guy? I can't remember. Yeah, something like that. Whatever. Anyway, point is, is that I like him. I forgot he was Dracula in Dracula 2000. Really? Okay. Huh. Weird. Okay. Uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Oh, he was in a Bond movie. He was leading huh. seaman on HMS Devonshire. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. <laughs> How unfortunate. Right. <laughs> now he's doing something called Den of Thieves 2. Uh, I guess there was, oh yeah, Den of Thieves 1 was right now. Something called Afterburn, Naya, Legend of the Golden Dolphin, Angel Has Fallen, Keepers, Hunter Killer. Mm. Hunter Killer. He's busy though, that's good. Yeah, he's busy. An untested American submarine captain leads the U.S. Navy SEALs to rescue the Russian president who has been kidnapped by a rogue general. Well, that sounds like him, all right. Yeah. That's got him all over it. Oh, Gary Oldman's in it. I wonder if he'll be the bad guy. Common. Wait, isn't Gary Oldman dead? No. The the Harry Potter guy? 
Alan Rickman. Never yeah, mind. Alan okay. Rickman. Yeah. Like, wait, no, Gary Goldman's <laughs> still very much alive. And uh, anyway, so I don't know. I guess we've all kind of done our intros and, and think, thoughts on the movie. Just, I don't know. It I don't sucks. Know. It sucks, but like, it sucks because, like, it sucks that it sucks because I. I wanted it to be fun and good, and I didn't really have a good time with it because I kept, again, I kept focusing on the mechanics, right? Like, uh, news. Oh yeah, I wrote news of the future has a lot of weird camera angles, and no director would do a <laughs> shot down her dress. Like when she's doing the, the talk with the guy, and the camera's like boomed over her, looking straight down at her dress. I'm like, okay, come on. Like, she's supposedly a respected news agent. Like she would, they would not do that to her. Um, sure. yes. Well, I don't know. Maybe they will. Who knows? Uh, did the <laughs> trucks, oh yeah, the trucks that are driving them to the location I wrote, are they driving by strobe light factories? It was crazy how much light was coming through there. Um, so then I wrote, I'm slightly okay with the idea that they have tech that controls you from a third party, but why wouldn't it be first person? Why is it third person? Is there a micro drone right. following him? Like, yeah. If you're gonna have that, you need to show it to me. Have a drone. Like they show one <laughs> drone at one point following him, but show it to me all the time. I don't care if it's gonna screw up your budget. You need to have a CGI drone following him or something. Like, or make it first person. Why couldn't you make it first person? Like even the freaking description of the movie says in a doom, um, a doom type oh. environment. Doom meaning the game doom. Uh-huh. Then make it first person. There's nothing wrong with that. You could have had a camera with a dude with a gun, and you don't have to show it to us very often. Only a couple times when you're seeing Logan's character looking at the screen. It's fine to have it third person. We're watching Jarbotter do action, but just show it a couple times so that we know what he's seeing. Yep. I mean, I'm I'm helping you here, Mark and Brian. <laughs> 2009 I wasn't doing anything but working at the Carowinds you could have called me up I could have made your movie better I'm just saying that's all I'm saying uh, I didn't really take a whole lot of note oh the dump trucks with the cattle catchers are keeping up with the pickup truck yeah I didn't buy that okay because um, that's the thing oh I also wrote one douche in a tie determines parental control I thought that was really shitty That that really pissed me off like she goes to try to get her daughter back, and he's like, "Um, you work in the show. You work for life, so you're not a honorable citizen. You can't have a, a child." Fit mother. Like what? I mean, I guess we have that now in DSS, but I feel like that's more than just a dude in a room. Um, there's a few more steps you got to go through. Uh, I also wrote, "Oh my gosh, I forgot how many how many movies like this had raves in them." Apparently that was a, a thing in the 2000s. Every movie had a freaking rave. I wrote Matrix. The Matrix. Uh, the Blade. Blade is what I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, and then I wrote, "There's literally no reason for this West Side Story dance-off thingy." Yeah. <laughs> it was so dumb. So bad. It was so dumb. So bad. Uh, you ready for some clippy clips? Let's do it. Let's do some clips. Maybe we can remember. Um, the Titans. How bad this movie was. Um, 
Here we go. Uh, number one. Here we go. We live in society. We visit society. I mean, which one's which one's more real, really? I mean, which one's really real? You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, I've, society was the the place, not life. It's called society. Uh, the Sims. Oh, that's right. Thing, but like his accent is kind of annoying me. I don't know why it just does. It annoys me. Uh, here's a fun little innuendo. Castle. We can't stop every virus that sneaks in. You might want to let my boys take a look at your firewall. We're on it. They'll be off the air momentarily. So sorry. Just. What about you, Sugar? Wonder if I might breach your firewall one of these days. He's good. Oh my gosh. Like, so why do the tech guys say he's good? Like. At being creepy or because his tech staff were able to do the job he couldn't do? Like, is that what that was? I don't know. I think it was just being creepy. Okay. Because that really, really was pretty darn creepy. Here we go. My, my, my two psych friends. A new video prank by the subversive group. I should warn you. It's about 40 seconds long. So tuck in. Humans caused a nationwide stir today. All contact between Society City and an estimated three-quarter of a million players was shut down for three hours while Castle technicians worked to remove what they described as a satellite infection. These pranks, at first attributed to rogue, isolated hackers, are now suspected to be the work of an elaborate and sophisticated network of programming cells spread across <laughs> several countries. Experts estimate that the service interruption will end up costing Castle billions in lost revenue. Well, don't cry for Castle. He can cover this with the change in his couch cushions. Hmm. On a personal note, that shit was f***ed up. Yeah, it was. I literally pissed myself. Oh, sounds like fun. Seriously, these humans, cocksuckers, they're out of control. <laughs> I literally pissed myself. Ooh, sounds like fun. Uh, what are you guys doing? Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's just weird. It's weird and bad, and, and it makes me sad for them. Um, <laughs> for whatever reason, I, I captured this. It, I don't know. It, I, um, Age of Ultron did it better. That's all I'm going to say. Got no strings. I've got no strings. So I have fun. I'm not tied up to anyone. They've got strings. But you can see. There are no strings on me. You think when Disney wrote that all those years ago, they were like, man, I really hope psychopaths use that song too. Yeah, make a point. <laughs> I'm sure they did. Oh, okay, I'm sure they're like this is exactly what we're we're gonna. That movie's freaky. By the way, I can't watch that movie anymore. It's too which one? Pinocchio. It yes. used to scare me as a kid. The turning the kids into donkeys. It's scary as hell. What's wrong with you, Disney? Bunch of crazy people back then. They're just I don't know. Like Maleficent when the shoe turned into a dragon scared me as a kid. Um, that scared me as a kid. The the, the thing uh, I didn't have any other horrifying things like Watership Down to scare me. But oh dear lord, don't remind me. Right? I saw I I saw a list the other day of uh, children's movies that are real horror that are really horror movies, mm -hmm. and that led the list. Was well, it number one? Yeah, I think yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I think I actually sent it to you. Maybe I 
can't remember. Did you? Maybe. I think I did. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, I captured this because it. I just thought it was funny, and Terry Crews is ridiculous. Look at me, bitch. <laughs> I, just, I just, I just want to remind you: the clip is four seconds, and the shh part is two of them. <laughs> Look at me, bitch. <laughs> That's a long shh. I, I thought this scene was kind of funny. This is the last clip. You guys do a sandwich like peanut butter, almond butter, walnut butter. Uh, pecan butter, pistachio butter, um, pretty much any kind of, you know, nut butter with some grape jelly. Pistachio butter. They make that? It's awesome. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. What? There <laughs> we go. Um, I captured that. I don't know why I have that, but it's in for this clip. And now, for not that. Why do I have this? What? I don't know what that's from, but there it is. I have what for some reason. What? Um, I just, for some reason in that scene, it took me off guard when Keith David was like, pistachio butter. They make that? He's like, yeah, it's awesome. I actually thought he was going to like punch him or something. You know, like it seems like in this, <laughs> in this world where the FCC doesn't exist and we kill each other and, and kind of. I guess rape each other in society, but the cops are nice to this kid. That just seemed kind of actually strange to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I came, it came across a little weird. It yeah. did. Like, like gaming's bad, but cops are good. Kind of a concept. I don't know. It was kind of weird. Anyway, whatever. Um, and now for some more bad news. Ready? There we go. Trivia. Uh, oh shit. I didn't capture any. <laughs> um, why did I not have any? There might have been a reason. I think that's because there wasn't anything good, uh, honestly. Uh, this film takes place in 2034. Um, yeah, I don't know that society would, by that year, be at that point. Yeah, nah, this is the reason why I remember I didn't capture anything because the trivia sucks. Like, the news anchor is played by psych co-stars James Rodney Maglosses. Lawson, who, who as of the film's release, were in their third year of relationship. Like, I, I told you that. Um, like, other, here's other really bad. In an unusual move, the film was actually shot for the 2.40 to 1 aspect ratio. However, the first edited scenes were done with an unmatted image, but subsequently masked to 2.40 to 1. Like, I don't care. What? what? Wow. Okay. One of the album sh covers shown in Simon's Music Library is Antithesis from a Kansas death metal band origin. Like, that's why I didn't write any, because there's nothing good to talk about. Uh, I just wasted your time reading that stuff. Yeah. Uh, tropes I did write wrongfully accused, and there's always a guy in prison that knows everything. So, And uh, also, in a um, bit of uh, um, rage. No, not rage. In a bit of unpreparedness, we've only had a month to do this. We forgot to write a top th a top three for this movie. Oh, <laughs> we're so darn rusty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've done Ger we did Gerard Butler for Olympus yeah. Has Fallen. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure we've done movies based on video games. We have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we suck so bad. 
So okay. well, um, unless somebody can come up I with just, something, let's that, just let's just skip it for this week. We're just gonna skip our top three, and we'll then just skip it. Yeah, I mean, unless I can come up with something in the next ten seconds. Uh, no, Michael C. Hall movies, no. Uh, no. Movies with psych, no. Um, movie, I don't care. We've done yeah. dystopian future movies. Um, um, yeah, I think we just give it. We could uh, just say what we've watched recently. Oh yeah, there we oh, go. Okay, that sounds better and way more for fun. Uh, go ahead, Andrew. <laughs> I have. Yeah, I haven't watched anything new recently, but I've watched a lot of old stuff. Um, just I own, you know, six hundred or so DVDs and. Uh, I hardly ever watch any of them because they're always <laughs> streaming or they're, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so the other day I just pulled out my DVD cases and started watching some stuff. And uh, I watched the entire weekend at Bernie's one and two. <laughs> oh my I still God. Love and still makes me laugh. I swear. I probably haven't seen those since the early nineties. <laughs> it's been a long time since Bernie. I watched all the vacation movies again. Nice. Yeah. So uh, I've, I've had a nostalgic week. Cool. That's awesome. Sam? Oh, um, oh I'm sorry. Yeah. Andrew's not done yet. Oh, I, I did see one thing that's relatively new, uh, and that is The Shape of Water. I watched that the other night. Oh, a Quentin Tarantino film. No. No. The guy who did uh, Lord of the Rings. No. Bill Toro. <laughs> Del Toro. Del yeah, Toro. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, neither one of those things is accurate, Sam. But um, if you have not seen The Shape of Water, I, I recommend that you watch it only because it is done really, really well. The storyline is a little disturbing and crazy as hell, but yeah, it is a fish fan- people. Yeah, it's, it is a fantastic movie, and I think you would enjoy it. That's a little along the lines of his, um, what's that fairy tale movie that he did? Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, yeah, yeah. Very well done, but kind of freaky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That seems I'm sorry, right. Sam. Go, go ahead. Uh, I interrupted you. Oh, no. Um, I have been diving a bit into, uh, actually, I've gone to the movies a bunch. Um, I went to two movies in one week. Went and saw uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and I had a heck of a good time with it. Um, especially after the, the Infinity War. Um, I loved Infinity War, don't get me wrong. But it is so, Infinity War is so serious, where Ant-Man and the Wasp doesn't take itself uh, too seriously um, very often in that movie. Up until the mid-credits. And then you're like, oh, it kind of brings you back down to, uh, down to Earth. But um, I'd highly recommend that. Um, Jurassic World. Of course, I have to go see Jurassic World. And um, have you guys seen it yet? No, no. You guys haven't seen it yet. It's um. If I had to rank Jurassic Park movies, it'd be number four for me. So with uh, uh, the first one, second one, Jurassic World, and then Jurassic World Two, Jurassic World, and then of course, (laughs) and then the the Land Before Time, and then. Yeah, the dinosaur TV show, and then oh, the man, third that, movie. JP three was so bad. Yeah. Um, it had such potential. It had great set pieces, but just horrible story. Yeah. Anyway, um, and I had a blast with that one. I went to a theater in Orlando that actually had seats that shook 
not only did they, it was like an IMAX theater, but the seats shook. Ooh. So like every every time the T-Rex would like take a step, your whole seat went. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So it was a heck of a lot of a, a heck of a lot of fun. So that's uh, I've been kind of I've actually been able to get to the theater this summer. How about you, Sean? Oh, geez. The only thing I've watched um, at all it was I saw in The Incredibles too. Oh, I saw that in the theater too. That's right. I took the girls to that one. Um, I saw. That's kind of it. I mean, I've been working. Now, working a Andrew, lot. have you seen Incredibles two yet? No, I haven't seen anything new. I do have a funny story about it though. So, uh, over the summer, I tend to sleep rather late because you can. Because I can, and. Uh, I guess it was one morning at around nine-ish. I heard my children in the living room, and I heard my oldest one say, no, 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 no. And then... Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and then he came into my, to my room and said, Daddy, I think you need to come into the living room. Well, I, I thought you know, somebody was dead. Or, you know, so you know, I ra- rushed into the living room. And... My youngest son, we have Voodoo on our television, and he had purchased the bundle pack of the Incredibles, <laughs> Incredibles 2, and the Jack Jack's Return, or whatever, some short feature. Right, right. Uh, and uh, so he had spent $40 on the TV. I was going to say, you have to pre order Incredibles 2 because it's still in yeah, theater. Yeah, he pre ordered Oh, no. Yeah, which. Uh, oh, so you're not I going to the didn't care for that, that he pre ordered it, but. Uh, I did care that he spent $40. <laughs> <laughs> so they are no longer allowed to use food unattended. That's funny. They don't have like a safeguard against that? Well, they, you, you used to, you couldn't do that. But now, yeah. for some reason, they've updated it or something, and you can purchase on the television. They're, pro- they're probably like, scary. hey, you know how many movies we can, how much money we can make if we let yeah. kids have access to this? Let's, let's make this yeah. look like a piece of candy. Yeah. <laughs> hey kids <laughs> so he thought he was going to watch Incredibles 2 on the TV yeah. and, oh man yeah. but I no I, I haven't seen anything new I haven't seen that or Ant-Man and Wasp or uh, yeah, I haven't seen that either. Uh, what's the other one we just oh, mentioned I did oh, watch um, I did watch Solo I don't think we've had a chance to talk oh, yeah. about that on the show um, yeah I did see that one I, I did see that. Solo and your, your both of your comments were like not as good as Rogue One. Um, I liked it actually kind of a lot. Um, and maybe it's got me in the right mood, but I, I saw no issues with it. But I'm also not crazy weird Star Wars guy, which, okay, I, I had a kind of a thought about this. I don't want to get too much in a rant here as we're wrapping up the show. But crazy Star Wars guy, right? I'm talking to you out there, crazy Star Wars guy. You know who you are, people, okay? People are like, Star Wars 8 is awful. Let's. I'm gonna pledge money to. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna pledge money to have them remake it, remake the Last Jedi, right? Which uh, all that, that that's so all stupid. bullshit. That's total garbage. It's not a thing. It, it's never gonna happen. It's a. It, know no. what that? I actually kind of feel like uh, somebody else told me this, and I I believe them. They think it's an email phishing scam. Because all you have oh, to really? do, yeah, if you go to the website, it's just a Google form. Right, <laughs> that that you put in your email address. So now they've got your email address that they can sell off to companies so they can spam you. 
<laughs> Seriously, don't do that stuff. All right. So anyway, but people are like got all mad, right? Because that, and here's what I, I thought was funny. Okay. You talk to Star Wars fan guy, right? And they, they have this expectation that the Star Wars fans, that the Star Wars movies are always great, right? This has got to be excellent. Yeah. Well, there, there is something called the prequels that, that the Star Wars guy doesn't like, right? So we, we, Star Wars has a track record for actually not making good movies. Yeah, it could be worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, would be worse. Like, because Star Wars guy, like, even there's a funny video I love. It's on College Humor where it's like when Star Trek meets Star Wars. And the Star Trek guys, like, Star Wars guys go, well, we're only supposed to like the even numbered movies, right? And he goes, well, what about the prequels? He's like, those don't count. And he goes, oh, yeah? <laughs> so what's supposed to count then? Four, five, and the Clone Wars. That's it. He's like, what about six? We, Ewoks don't count either. So it's like, <laughs> Star Wars guy, you're literally saying that in in the Pantheon, we now have had 10 Star Wars films, right? And you're saying that only three of them are good? Four, five, and Rogue One? Like, or four, five, and seven? And Rogue One. I think they say that too. Okay, so there's four movies. You got four good movies out of 10? Like, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Argue with me no, if you I, want. I don't I've care. I liked these. I've, I've, I've enjoyed them immensely. I just thought Solo was a little, I don't know, ho hum. Just it's same old. It's a I little. Guess, it was a little hand wavy. You know, we got to make sure that we have to put these things in. But the one thing again. Now here's here's the thing. We're I'm gonna uh, spoiler alert. All right, I'm just saying it now. <laughs> Skip ahead about twenty seconds if this is gonna affect you. Maybe we should do a solo cast. Ah, uh, maybe. Um, it's been a while since that movie's been out. Is that I'll try to I'll actually try to keep this. Well, no, I'm not. So at the end of the movie, <laughs> right when Mother of Dragons kind of leaves Solo to whatever, and she out, yep. she she uh, holograms her now dead boss's boss. Okay. Right, Andrew, you seen it, right? Yeah, you saw it. Of course. Yeah, you I've seen it. And yeah. so it's it's Darth Maul. Spoiler alert: Darth Maul. Whoa! And people losing their minds, like he's still he's he's dead. Like no, he's not. He is in the Clone Wars and in Star Wars Rebels. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yep. And Star Wars Rebels is, is of course after this time, but and so because of that, and Star Wars Rebels is considered canon. Any movies, more Star Wars movies, solo movies, they're gonna make, and they're gonna make more. You know, he can't die, right? He oh, can't. Yeah. Because he's he's established later on, but one one complaint I heard was like, why should I have to watch the cartoon in order to appreciate the movie? And my response to that is, if you are a true Star Wars fan, you watch the cartoons. If you're not a true Star Wars fan, then you don't care who he is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Interesting. Yeah. You know, like like, why would you care? So. With that being said, that rant being having been said, I, I I enjoyed Solo. I liked, um, oh, crap, what's his name? The kind of Joe the McHale. the mo- the 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 kind of the mentor to Solo. Um, oh, um, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm okay with the fact that he gives him his blaster rifle and 
And I liked the story how he meets Chewie and saves him. I liked that. I thought it was I cool. I did too. I like mm-hmm. that. So anyway, my point was is that I've started watching with my son whenever I'm home. Every night we watch an episode of The Clone Wars um, cartoon because I've never seen it. And I watched Rebels and really enjoyed Rebels. And I've been told Clone Wars, and we did the, the, the movie for the, for the podcast. Oh, so bad. And we didn't like it. No. I rewatched it last week with my son and enjoyed it because I was watching it through his eyes. And I was like, this actually isn't that bad. Because I was watching it through kind of the point of view of a five-year-old. And I'm yeah. like, you know, like the things that bothered me the first time didn't bother me this time. Like the bad kind of voice acting. And I've been told seasons one or two are kind of rough, but three, four, and five are actually really good of the Clone Wars. So I'm actually looking forward to that part. So right now we're only on episode like five. Um, and Declan keeps, are we going to see Adat Walkers? Nobody, those don't, those come later. No Adat no <laughs> Walkers. But that's a walker. Different kind of walker, pal. And it's, and it's confusing <laughs> for a and it's confusing for a five-year-old because he sees guys in plastic white armor and he's used to them being the bad guys. Are they the bad guys? No, actually, right now, they're the good guys. Those are the bad guys. Oh, okay. Are they going to be the bad guys later? Yes, but not until <laughs> way later. So it's, <laughs> it's hard to explain things to a five-year-old sometimes. Anyway, that's all I've watched, basically. So you've got Clone Wars, Han Solo, and Incredibles 2. And I took my son to see The Incredibles 2, and he... And I will say some of the action sequences in Incredibles really is freaking amazing. Um, Some of the best superhero stuff you'll see. Yeah, it's a good movie. It was a really good movie. And I like at the beginning of the movie in the the theater, they literally say, hey, sorry, it's been 14 years. (laughs) That's pretty funny. And I did like somebody posted on Facebook. It was like. It took 14 years to get an Incredibles 2, and in the meantime, we got three Cars movies we didn't want. Yeah. Um, anyway, here we go. Wait, what's supposed to happen? This is where we give uh, our kind of a score out of 10, from 1 to 10. That's usually how math works in things. Um, so, yeah, Andrew. Well, seeing as how I... I'm a fan of those style video games. Uh, and I did not enjoy this movie. It kind of ruined a little bit of my adolescence, I think. <laughs> um, did you have to grow up a little bit watching I this? Did. Realizing how... Uh, I, I really did. So, it was, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm going to have to give this a little lower of a score because of that. The in, it, I don't know. You know my rule of if it keeps my attention, it's a good movie. Yeah. This movie actually did keep my attention, but it, it doesn't follow that rule. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mainly it just because it's just flashy things. It's no, you yeah, know, it's I, just like I, yeah. It was like I had ADD for a little while. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, um, because it gave me ADD for a brief period. And because it ruined my adolescence. I love that you said it gave you ADD. Like, it actually caused it. <laughs> it well, you know, it's, it's like transmitted. So, um, <laughs> for those reasons, I'm going to give this a 4.5. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm kind of right there with Andrew. Um, it's 
it's not even interesting. It's stuff we've seen. It's nothing blew me away in any way, shape, or form um, with the movie. Um, I got to give it a four point three two out of uh, out of ten. It okay. just it's for a movie that's not supposed to be boring. It's kind of boring. Yeah, I'm I'm actually kind of with you guys. I, I was kind of having a hard time thinking of an actual number to, to attach to this movie. Um, I mean, like Sam, you've mentioned like uh, three or four times, you know, it's things we've already seen I, I, that, yeah. that to me doesn't bother me as much because if you even, I mean, every story has already, has already been written, right? Like we've every, like everything's been, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, whatever the but next, the, whatever new. the next Star Trek movie is going to be, like, I know what it's going to be before we get to it, but, just show me a cool story, and if you can surprise Tell me. Tell it to me in a new and interesting way. Right. Like, or show me visuals that I've never seen before. Right. The, the, the Jurassic World volcano eruption is some of the most amazing stuff you'll ever see. Well, and that's unfair. No. I mean, that's ILM. That's a $200 million budget. I mean, this is like $30 million budget. So, I mean, I'm okay with low-budget garbage. Again, a lot of the my complaints are very simple fixes. Have him have a even if it's like a green painted green screen fake kind of gun that he holds to pretend to shoot. You know what I'm saying? Like even little yeah. mechanics like that would would make me go, "Hey, these directors kind of thought about some shit before they made this movie." Um, In a lot of ways, it's it's the difference between something like Mad Max, uh, not Mad Max. Uh, well, the well, yeah, the new Fury one, Road, yeah, Fury Road, where they didn't have a giant um, budget. But the visuals are so well, unique and interesting. Yeah. Heck, it didn't even have a story. It right. was just a chase movie. Well, yeah, and the movie you're and you're not. That's actually a good example. There's nothing new in that movie. We've all yeah. seen chases. We've seen dystopian. We've seen awful desert. Um, not just dystopian, but like post-apocalyptic is the word I meant to say. Like we've seen that. Yeah. But then they throw in a a, a dude playing a flame-throwing guitar. And you're like, <laughs> what the hell am I watching? You yeah. know, it's like, there's a lot of other really interesting things about that particular movie that make it really interesting and good and great. And this movie did none of those things. Like, no. I don't know, like on IMDb, it has other movies you might like. And I've watched all of them. Uh, Law-abiding Citizen, I like. Uh, Machine Gun Preacher, I liked. Crank, uh, it's fine. Olympus has fallen, but the one that's actually the best comparable is Surrogates with Bruce Willis, and that's the idea that in the future, um, they we have come up with the idea of actually just having robots that look like us, and they are our avatars, and they go about and do the daily functions of our life, and so people don't have to go out into the world and be in danger, right? Okay. And, yeah. and, and so it's your avatar goes about and, and does things, right? And uh, Bruce Willis is a cop who's investigating the murder of a person. And you're like, but the, he was killed through his avatar. Like someone hit it with an electrical shock or something. And that shock killed the actual person and whatever. The point is, is that movie's kind of more related to this. And that's a thriller whodunit kind of a thing with a neat twist. Yeah way better movie than this. And that movie's still not even all that great. But anyway, uh, but I like Bruce Willis, so it always gets an extra point. Um, but my point score, uh, 
I'm right there with you guys. I just, I'm just gonna say four. Just gonna make it easy. It was four. It only gets mm. a four because some of the action scenes were kind of funny. Um, some there was a couple of jokes that I don't remember not right now, but I know in the movie I laughed a couple <laughs> times. I just don't. I can't think of what they are. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just. I feel like the movie was made by dudes that don't game. Yeah. You know? Yeah, some corporate guy got in there and they... They're just action movie guy, and but they're not gamers. Like, I, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I just... I don't know. I, whatever. It's fine. Uh, that's the movie. That's the show. That's it. Thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry it took us... We had to take a month off, but, you know, just life is weird right now with everything. I'm moving again, and... Um, is that for sure? Yeah, we've sold the house. Oh, congratulations, dude. Uh, we glad you were able to do that. We've sold the house. We move into our new place. It's a rental uh, in, in two weeks. Um, and there's some other things that I'll talk about off air uh, that are that suck right now. But anyway, um, just things. Anyway, but oh, yeah. You said we had, a, you had an email. Oh, shit. I oh. did say that. We do have an email. This is the strangest email we've gotten. I mean, not just first one in the year, right? Well, it is. Yeah, it's the first one. Well, te- <laughs> technically, no, it's not. But yes, it is. We've well, gotten I mean, we've gotten other emails that are like spam. Spend your Google Drive. Well, not even that. No, like we got one from someone back in February that says, um, "His name is Simon. It came across your show, and I wanted to reach out. I'm a." Uh, he's co-founder of a podcast hosting and analytics company based in New York. Oh, he's he, looking for money. He's looking for money. Um, yeah, that's spam. So there's this one from Diana Galimziwayona. Galimzinova. Okay. Hi, I got a Diane, feature. I apologize if Sean butchers your name. Uh, yes. I, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Hi, I got a feature that's on a festival circuit right now. Is there any chance you can review it? And then he gives me a Vimeo link and a password to said Vimeo link. Thanks, sincerely. It's playing at festivals. The first ever female-directed Russian film noir with reverse chronologically The Lightest Darkness. Check out the trailer. Okay, did you check out the trailer? I haven't touched this email because I didn't know what to do with it. So <laughs> so I haven't. Um, so if this is something that um, we want to do, we, we can do it. Um, yeah. I, well, I, if someone, rec- I mean, they requested it. They did so. request it. I guess, I, I, again, I didn't... Um, I didn't check it to see if it was legit. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was kind of scared to click on the link in case it was something not legit, like like porn or something. All right, so I'm actually clicking on it right now. I'm, I'm putting in the password right now. Um, Could we not have checked this on IMDb to see if it existed? I, I doubt a Russian-made film is going to be on IMDb. Huh. No. Is this a video of uh, a certain individual 
The first ever made directed Russian film has females maybe peeing on him. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so right now I've watched the first twelve seconds. In Russia. There's nothing weird yet. <laughs> oh, it's black and white. The whole thing's in black and white. Okay. Except for that one golden thing. Uh, oh, it looks like there's <laughs> subtitles. Yeah, there's subtitles. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Joey, she's speaking Russian. Uh, thought the most tasteless... Oh, wait, what? What did that say? Oh, there's dudes on a train. There's people. Why do people even bother to climb the bridges? What? Not everybody's oh. got a bathtub at home. Some people prefer shower cabins. <laughs> <laughs> this might be it's, awesome. <laughs> it's super, super out of uh, context because I'm skipping around the movie just to make sure... This is going to be great. There's no... Uh... I say we do it. I say we do it. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you the link. How long, well, how long is it? It's is not it long. It's only an hour and 20 minutes. Hour 19 minutes. Well, that's not bad. No, it's not. So, okay. okay so, we're going to do a rushed film next week called wow. The Lightest Darkness. It's a bad name. And, and it, that's definitely not corny. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not. I have the name of the person. You mean to look him up on IMDb? See if they're up on... I totally whiffed by it there, buddy. All right. All the light is darkness. Oh, wow. Okay. That's that's racist. Um, let's see if it's on IMDb. It... it No. Yes, it is. It's on IMDb. Okay. Um, so it's legit. Yeah, it's... it's it, Right now, the only person in the cast is the person that sent me the email. Directed, wrote, written, and starred this person. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I say we. I say we do it because it makes me feel like a real, a real reviewer. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. I'll I'll send this person the email back and say we're gonna do their email or do their 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 show their their movie and then. Let her, uh, Ask her if there's any good trivia she'd like to share. Oh yeah, I didn't look to see if there was any trivia on the on the pod at all. Oh, it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, or if uh, could you do an anchor interview with the with her? Oh, she's Russian. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, just tell her not well, to talk so fast. Well, no, no, no. Remember, we are the only <laughs> nation really in the world that doesn't speak more than one language. Well, so. yeah, but I don't speak Russian. I mean, like. <laughs> I could but probably. I'm saying there's a good chance she speaks English. Well, uh, she did. Her that email is, is in pretty good e- is in pretty good English. I mean, Google Translate is either all over it or she actually knows some English. Yeah, all the other nations are much smarter than we are. They speak a lot of languages. You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, all right. Feel well, then we're going to do this. So next week, the lightest darkness. I'll send this out. The darkness. The lightest darkness. Yeah, I'll send this out to you guys and. Uh, okay. This will be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. This will be different. We've, we've never been. Gonna, we've never awesome. been asked to do this before. And this movie came out last yeah. year, so this has been out for a little bit. But um, um, I guess I'm kind of excited. So cool. All right. Well, um, there you Thank go, you, uh, listener, Deanna. Um, Deanna, that's not of, even a Russian name, is it? I don't know. Oh, we're so her, gonna. Her last name on, is, but <laughs> we're gonna get on the Kremlin's most wanted list or something here. I, I don't think they care about us. Um, not, not this little podcast. Um, anyway, so let's, uh, yeah, yeah. We, do, we do something Russian. Maybe the president will, uh, tune in. 
will be flagged by the FBI. Oh, uh, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> if if I can force somebody to the FBI to listen to my podcast, fantastic. Um, <laughs> I'd love it. That's one more. One more listener. That means you got to subscribe, listener. bitch. Um, we'll do anything for listeners. No kidding. Including including treason. Uh, Leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Basically, iTunes. I don't, you know, like, I don't care. Just iTunes. Visit our website. Oh, not our website. You don't have that. Facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews and at Twitter. Twitter is at Cheap Seat Cast. And of course, you can send us an email. If there's a movie you want us to review, like your own movie that you starred, directed, and wrote. Yeah. uh, We will absolutely do it. Yeah, because. Well, the hell not? Um, to it's give not like you, we have anything else to do. Right. Uh, just so you know, the movie after that is Evolution. We're going to do Evolution after this thing. So, But we don't have to. Uh, well, yeah, if somebody else wants to request something yeah. before then, well, we'll do that instead. Uh, because that's yeah, just... like like uh, uh, Nymphomaniac. Right. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> I don't care how many fake accounts you send me, Sam. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, on behalf of Andrew, Sam, and Corny, who couldn't make it tonight, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening, and good night.